When I went to the uh, Neil Diamond concert, you said, man, this guy's songbook is unbelievable. I think he did this song at least twice in a, every concert oh, I've yeah. ever seen him in. Yeah. Yeah. People just love it. Oh, they, love and, it. and they dig into it. But yep. his songwriting abilities are oh, true. And you know what? Words and music by Neil Diamond. No co-writers. He's writing everything. Interesting. Fantastic. At one time when he got divorced, he had so made so much money. It was the richest divorce settlement ever in the state of California. Is that right? Yeah. Over $100 million to his wife. <laughs> and then he kept on writing. Yeah, he had to. <laughs> but he signed a different contract when he got married. Oh, boy. Yeah, who knows? Uh, we've got the next song here. You happened to mention it earlier, Wooly Bully. Yeah, I, sh I just shouldn't have told the story so earlier. But anyway, Wooly Bully was discovered uh, uh, as I was in Hawaii with uh, Tom Rounds, the program director of Cape Hoy in Honolulu. And I called Seattle and said, put that on. There's something weird. And so Sam the Shams, Wooly Bully, went to number one in the nation in a short period of time and here it is here it is here's woolly bully one of the classic songs sea isle began broadcasting on may 1st 1980 at 6 a.m 37 years of service to the community is quite a legacy all of us at sea isle 650 would like to thank each one of you for your support thanks for listening and keep it smooth and easy woolly bully the red rock diner on sea isle 650 soon to be no more not the show, not the radio station, sadly. And so we're celebrating today. And I've invited two friends here, Bruce Allen and Pat O'Day from Seattle. Anyway, and you're not in Seattle anymore. You're on San Juan Island, but I'll get that straight. Here's a guy that uh, was so flamboyant, but he was the real first intro uh, by me of, uh, of a real good R&B, a little Richard. He could play the piano. He could sing a different kind of a guy. But boy, did he have hits, Bruce. Great hits and a Great piano player, and I used him actually, and Pat remember, in Backman Turner Overdrive, we used him to play on one of his songs. I wish I could remember the name of the song, but he played, and he could only play full note. He could only play in uh, the white keys. That's all he could play. He just played the white keys all the time. <laughs> and, and so Randy had to get the thing changed into that chord progression right. so he could play it properly. But he was a wild guy, and I went to one of your shows, Red, it would be at the uh, Garden Auditorium. Right. Little Richard played at the Garden Auditorium, but the end he took his shirt off. Remember, you take his shirt off, he threw it into the audience, and I got to admit that I got into the battle for that <laughs> shirt, you know, with a girl that shirt, and I got the I got the ruffle down of the front of the tuxedo oh, yeah. shirt, which I kept for years, actually. <laughs> I said, I didn't even give it to her. I said, I'm going to keep this. This is pretty cool. And this thing got ripped to shreds, of course. Anybody, everybody went after it. It's fabulous. Those, those, uh, those shows at the Garden Auditorium, that was a sensational place. First time I saw, first time I ever saw a strobe light was uh, Ike and Tina Turner review. Nobody knew how to turn it on. He walked off the stage, went up to the side there. Yeah. Remember on the side, up to the side, turned it around, flipped the switch on, and then Ike gets into their whole act. First time I ever saw a strobe light. Take it like a man. That's correct. Boy, that's you're on the case, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he's on the computer. But, <laughs> okay. well, speaking of little Richard, uh, one of the last times we've seen him was when you and I were inducted in Cleveland That's correct. and into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and little Richard came and performed at that celebration that day. And he had a pair of scissors, and he cut the ribbon, if you remember. That's right. Along with Aretha Franklin. But anyway, this is the Red Rock Diner, and we want to play something by little Richard. Now, you and I, uh, Bruce, remember a particular story with little Richard. We had him and Jerry Lee uh, 
at the at the PNE, and Jerry Lee came on as the first act. He would not get off. Correct, and that, they've had they had battles their whole whole career doing that stuff. And there was a famous one, of course, in the states where uh, Alan Freed had him, and Little Richard uh, was following Jerry Lee Lewis, and Jerry Lee Lewis couldn't stand that, and uh, he played and played. Went and Alan Freed trying to get off, trying to get off, so Little Richard couldn't get off, and he poured kerosene on his on his on his piano and lit it on fire, and said, walked off the stage. Let's see, son, son of a bitch, follow that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're putting over the fire extinguisher, and little Richard probably had to play on the same piano. I don't know if it was a problem, but I'll never forget that story. But they—he was pissed that night. And he played on and on and on. Oh, I little know. Richard was agitated, Red. Really yeah, agitated. But, but you, no, you didn't fill in the last part, which where you helped get uh, Jerry Lee on. Yeah. yeah the uh, guitar player for uh, Jerry Lee was—he uh, was in town recently too. What was his name? James Burton. James Burton, right? And you talked to James at the side of the stage. He came over. He know, knew you. And you said, get him off. We get gotta him get- off. Get him off the stage now. And and, and he got him off. He didn't, not instantaneously, no. but within 10 minutes. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was going to sit there, Pat. He'd he, sit there all night. Yeah. He would. Hell, hell with this guy. Yeah. We're talking about a guy who is a legend with music is timeless. Little Richard. CR 650.